come with us. When you wish upon a star. Come and remember the magic. What's up, all you rad dudes and dudettes? Welcome to 90s Disney, your one-stop shop for everything about Disney in the 90s. I'm your host, AJ Minotti, joined once again by my brothers, Mike Minotti. Hey, hey, hey. And Chris Minotti. Hey, howdy, hey. Oh, that's a, that's a Toy Story reference. That came out in the yeah, 90s. We just watched Toy Story 2, so now I'm all like jazzed up about no. it. <laughs> I, my friends still yell at me because they think I'm some weirdo for like being like, Toy Story 2 is also as good as the other ones. They're like, oh, no, it, like it, everyone knows Toy Story 2 is bad. I'm like, oh, no. no. no it's my kid's <laughs> they, favorite. They, they are terribly, it. terribly wrong. <laughs> yeah, I love Toy Story 2. But that's that's also nice. Uh, you know what the weird one to be? I was thinking about like, we could, we could do a Bugs Life episode. Like... Didn't Ooh. think about that. We could. Yeah, there you go. That's true, too. Anyway, uh, Atlantis month is over. I hope you enjoyed uh, our two Atlantis episodes and our interviews with Tab Murphy and Kirk Wise. If you Exciting. don't know what I'm talking about, we interviewed Tab Murphy and co-director Kirk Wise about the movie Atlantis Lost Empire. You should go listen to those. They are well, two really cool interviews. You interviewed. And did a very it's, well, very it's good a, job. It, there's no I in team, guys. So yeah, let's, let's be real. There's two eyes um, in Minotti, though. There, yes, that 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 is also true. <laughs> so so one of us has to leave. <laughs> well, Mike Minotti has three eyes, so that's it. so does Chris Minotti. AJ has to go. No. <laughs> so this month, though, we are moving away from film and back to the parks and back to, to talk the 90s. about yes <laughs> to uh, to talk about one of the first major uh, deluxe resorts built in the nineties. And that is none other than the Yacht and Beach Club Resorts. And this month, Mike Zors is uh, going to take <laughs> us through these very special resort destinations. Take it away, Mike. That's right. We're all about the Yacht and Beach Club today, Woo-hoo. which are, uh, I, I know they're my favorite hotels. I, I think that's the same for you, too. Ding, 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 ding. We yes. have a winner. Yes, yeah. it is. And we'll get a bit into our own history with them. But we, I think we've probably also been there more than any other hotel uh, combined, you know, especially, it's hard to say because there was a there was a lot of Grand Floridian in the nineties. Well, I'd yeah. say more recently in the past decade, for sure. Oh, sure well, sure. even the last couple decades, I feel like we went there a lot in the two thousands. Really, pretty much once I turned twenty one, it was twenty. I feel like before. I feel like as soon as we became <laughs> well, older, that, yeah, because like that's right kids, there. And there's good drinking over there. When we were older <laughs> kids and then teenagers, it, it it became much better to be closer to Epcot and MGM than to be closer to Magic Kingdom. Like you know, we still oh, like sure. Magic Kingdom, but Absolutely. like those were our. I mean, I think especially you two, I think. When we were like young teenagers, MGM was your favorite, and Epcot was my favorite. So yeah. it just made sense. Well, especially but, uh, when we started bringing girlfriends and wives, and you know that's where they want to go too. So it works out going to Epcot for date night. All right, so this is actually very early in the nineties. We're actually going back to November nineteen nineties was when these both opened, uh, and kind of looking at the month in review as we do. This is some special Mikey stuff though this month Ooh. because we had the Undertaker <laughs> debuting and the WWF at the time at Survivor Series in Hartford, Connecticut on November twenty second. Oh. Wow, <laughs> still there too. Mm-hmm. Home Alone debuted on November sixteenth, the same day as Rocky Five, which is funny. another movie came out that day. Mike Source, what? What's that? The Rescuers Down Under. Is that true, man? That's a. It is true. That that that's not a good time to release that movie against Home no, Alone. No, that's that's a large part of why it underperformed at the box office. I can't Aww. imagine. And I'll say this: you know, Rocky Five takes a lot of crap, and I'm not saying it's great. It's not as bad <laughs> as people make it out to be. I'll say that. I don't know. Oh, Rocky Five's okay. <laughs> uh, and then uh, November 1st was when Mega Man 3 came out in the U.S. Oh. And if you know anything about me, this is my favorite video game of all time. Dude, this is like your best, the best month of your life, right? I know, this is pretty good and stuff And you were like here. four. <laughs> I was. I, no, I, I was going you to turn four. I was three, I think. <laughs> oh, gosh. So let's get, into, let's get into the background of how these hotels came to be. So, so Michael Eisner becomes CEO in 1984 and and one of his really big goals is to turn Walt Disney World into this much larger multi-day destination. So at this point a lot of people would still come to Disney World 
for a day or maybe even a, a couple of days, right? There weren't that many hotels. There weren't that many other extra things to do. This was when Walt Disney World still had that good neighbor policy with a lot of like other attractions and hotels in the area. And the idea was like, yeah, we're okay if you want to like leave our property and go do other things. And when Michael Eisner came in, it became the exact opposite, right? Like, no, stay, <laughs> stay, stay for the love of God. Stay here. Don't go anywhere else. <laughs> what is Orlando? There's only Disney World. <laughs> and so like good the neighbors. first Who needs yeah, this? yeah good neighbors too like what are neighbors <laughs> and one of the very first uh big things was if you're gonna have more people staying there you need a lot more hotel rooms and up to this point there weren't that many hotels so you know when the when Walt Disney World opened you had the Polynesian and the Contemporary and then the Fort Wilderness campgrounds and then you had the you know the golf resort that opened in 1973 and, like, even still to, like, this point, that's it, basically. Like, mm -hmm. there was not, like, much of any hotel development in the late 70s and early 80s. Some of that was because of, like, the oil crisis that, that went on at some point during then. But, you know, they just weren't all gung-ho about the hotel game there for a bit. There was oh. the, uh, there, there was the, uh, hotels, like, over on, um, what is that, you know, where, like, the Double Tree is and stuff across from Downtown Disney or whatever, the marketplace, oh, yeah. <laughs> even that was yep. there at the time. But like official it's crazy Disney to hotels. Think, like like nowadays, it's almost every like two or three years you hear about a new hotel coming. Yeah, I know, especially gosh, like because you know we were growing up and, and again in the nineties, and that's what's really kickstarting off here is just a ton of hotel development throughout the entire nineties. A lot of moderates, a lot of uh, deluxes. But the first thing he did was he actually turned the golf resort into the Disney Inn in nineteen eighty six. Do have have any of us ever stepped foot inside of? Because this is shades of green now. I've never. Every, everything I know about Disney Inn is from Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs singing Silent Night in that Christmas special. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's wow. everything I know about. The, and and the one retro WW episode about it. It's weird because it's a Magic yeah. Kingdom resort technically, I right? guess. But mm -hmm. like, and well, I, I, I think it's more more now. It's for like military uh, present day. There, yeah. right? I think yeah. it is. Yeah, a lot of it. Mm -hmm. So. Then after that, we had the kind of big uh, crown jewel of the Grand Floridian, which was like the Eisner's first like real big like pet project. So that was, uh, you know, the very big deluxe resort that opened on the monorail track. And then also the first of the moderate uh, hotels, the Caribbean Beach Resort. Which, which wasn't up. moderate for its time. That was the value resort back yeah. in the day. So that's October 1988. And uh, that just got its big refurbishment, right? But that's, that's another one we've just yep. never really been to, huh? No. No, it'd be worth going to now, though, for sure. Yeah, we can stay, we can stay in that Destino Tower. Boom. Oh, wait, is that? No, Destino Tower is over at... Uh, no, that's, that's Coronado. 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 What, is the, what, is this, what is this one, the new one? Well, uh, Riviera, Riviera is adjacent to, Car it's yeah. it's adjacent to Caribbean. Whoa. It's a standalone, yeah, resort. Yeah. Maybe I just want to go to Riviera, but I got to get to that <laughs> Topolitos. So, but now it's uh, so now they're going to make some uh, more hotels and get them pretty close to the Epcot area, right? Because... All of these hotels, really, except for Caribbean Beach, which is kind of, at this point, compared to everything else in the middle of nowhere, all these hotels are very close to Magic Kingdom. Uh, so they, the person they get to work on the these kind of Epcot hotels is uh, called Robert A.M. Stern. And he uh, also has an architect firm that's that's named after him. So before this, a lot of his works were really in the like, New York City metropolitan area. So a lot of private stuff, right? And this is like kind of his earliest like really well-known commercial commissions and he's kind of like you know he says of himself that his projects draw on vernacular context and local traditions which like basically just oh. means like they're 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 locally themed right so if he's like you know going to be in new york it's going to look new yorkians and stuff like that like he's not he's, he's not like a modernist or, or something like that necessarily but some of his other notable works, and we'll, we'll post these pictures somewhere, but there's the Norman Rockwell Museum in Stockbridge, Massachusetts that went up in 1993. This is the one that almost looks the closest to kind of the Yacht and Beach Club vibe. It's kind of a, it's, it's sort of like, you know, simple roofs and kind of almost colonial-ish, but uh, it's kind of neat. The Comcast Center Skyscraper, very famous. This is like a really big building in Philadelphia. Uh, opened in 2009. The George W. Bush Presidential Center in Dallas, Texas, 2013. This one, this one's pretty striking. This one is like the, maybe the most like 
I don't know. It's it's very it's a lot of hard edges. It's like a combination mm-hmm. of boxes almost. Uh, the Museum of American Revolution of the American Revolution in Philadelphia, 2017. So relatively recent oh, wow. on this one. Yeah, oh, that's so fun to go to. Yeah, it looks beautiful. And again, like not, all of these aren't necessarily like him by himself with with a piece of paper and pencil. He has a firm, right? Right. But he has more Disney connections beyond that because he also worked on the master plan for Celebration in Florida. Mm-hmm. And he also even served on the Walt Disney Company board from 1992 to 2003. So that I, that was kind of surprising to learn. So he yeah, was right. like, I guess I guess he got well. He also um, I know he he did the boardwalk. Um. So I mean, he's he's been around Disney a lot. He he definitely had a relationship there, and and so it doesn't surprise me too much that he was part of the board. I like imagining that. Like, this guy, he probably had to say something about Atlantis at some point, right? He's on the board. <laughs> had to come up he, to him he was with probably that. against it. <laughs> uh, and he is also from 1998 to 2016, the dean of the Yale School of Architecture. The Yale School of Arch- Architecture. Like, whoa. Uh, this guy so. knows what's up. He knows mm-hmm. what he's doing. <laughs> and he won the prestigious architecture uh, award, the Dry House Architecture Prize in 2011. I'm probably saying that wrong. I don't know. So, so yeah, now that sounds boring, <laughs> right? So he's working on the yacht club and the beach club, and the yacht club's going to open on November fifth. Beach club November eighteenth. These two deluxe hotels, but and you know people who have been there, they know the Swan and Dolphin are right next door, and they were under construction at the same time, even started a, a little earlier. So mm-hmm. uh, the Swan opens January thirteenth, and the Dolphin opens June first. And you know if you ever looked at these. These buildings, they are complete opposites, right? It's even though they're both like kind of nautical themed, couldn't be more different. Yacht and Beach Club, like trying to look like actual kind of buildings from like those areas. Swatter Dolphin, super modern, like kind of like interpretive, striking, bold, insanely tall. Like they're they're practically towers. Like you, that's like one of the things that you could see from whenever you're at like one of those restaurants on like a roof like Topolina's or, or anything like that you're always like oh look I can I can see the the spaceship earth and yep there's the swan and dolphin mm-hmm. so well, the, and the swan and dolphin's not it's not owned by Disney they just kind of they just lease the land right right I mean that's a whole nother messy saga involving lawyers and, and stuff like that it's a, it, they're certainly the most Disney of the non-Disney hotels, right? Because they mm-hmm. have things like boat service and, uh, and and stuff like that. Yeah, so I'm but, sure yeah. that intensifies the intensified the feud between. Right. Them. So yeah, Michael Graves uh, is the famous architect that's working on the Swan and Dolphin. Like I said, he's he's more known for these kind of big, striking, modern buildings. Uh, he also did the Team Disney building in Burbank, California, in 1986. So he, uh, that's the one with like the dwarves kind of holding up like the pillars, you know. It's a pretty mm-hmm. famous building. Mm-hmm. So he has a relationship with Michael Eisner. Michael Eisner likes Michael Graves uh, a lot. But, like, Graves kind of is looking down on the Swan and Dolphin. There's this great Orlando Sentinel story from, like, 1991 that's talking about, like, kind of this feud a little bit. And, like, at one point, Michael Graves was, like, calling the Yacht and Beach Club construction area the Servants' Quarters, which, like... <laughs> Like Dick move, man. Yeah, like wow, it <laughs> really like you, you could have not said anything. Jeez, but like yeah, like not really. Like he clearly did not like uh, Stern style, which is pretty amazing. The other funny thing is that you know I talked about how how uh, Stern won that pr- that prize in 2011. Well, Michael Graves uh, won that same prize uh, uh, in 2013, I believe, very shortly oh, afterwards. Why so late? Yeah, right. <laughs> But it, but it's cool because like these are two very famous architects, and you can see like both of their styles right next to each other like that. And I mean, I guess I'll ask you right now: What do you guys prefer, the more modest yacht and beach club, or the really kind of big in your face uh, Swan and Dolphin? Well, seeing how we never stayed in Swan and Dolphin, and we yes, stayed we in the beach club. Yes, we I, have. Nineteen. We stayed in nineteen ninety nine. Chris, we stayed what? there twice. Well, once when you were recall. really young, and then once when you yeah. were old enough to remember, because we went to Universal remember, that year. It was the first we year went, we went to Islands Adventure. I remember. Mm-hmm. I remember we went to try and eat at that one restaurant, and we had shorts on, and they turned us away. That's right, yes, Chula's. That <laughs> Chula's take us. Yeah, they did not. They were like, usually you're in Dis- when you're in regular Disney, they understand that you're wearing shorts and like you know t-shirts. That they were like not having nice polos on. Yeah, no, they weren't going for it. But I, I, I like the Swan and Dolphin. I think I think there's a cool look to it. Uh, 
I think maybe it's a bit in your face sometimes. I certainly prefer the uh, the kind of more subdued yacht and beach club vibe. Yes, I agree. So next kind of big question I had here was both. So well, I wanted to ask. You mentioned before that yacht club opened before beach club. I wonder if they were always intending to open on the same day, or if there's a reason. I that imagine. They were- like it was just easier to stagger it a little bit instead of like mm-hmm. trying to get everything running on two hotels on the exact same day, right? I mean, there wasn't a huge. It's difference. funny, like like they they do get lumped together very often, but they are two separate, distinct hotels that just happen to share a pool and are virtually connected to one another. Mm-hmm. But they are two separate resorts. I mean, Swan yeah. Golf did the same thing, right? They didn't open the exact same same days, and I think it's just logistically easier that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so all four of these hotels are on Crescent Lake, which, uh, as the name implies, this is kind of crescent-shaped lake that eventually connects to the uh, World Showcase Lagoon, and this is where the Friendship boats do all of their traveling. And I, I have to tell you, I was having a heck of a time finding any information about <laughs> Crescent Lake. Like, yeah, like it's like one of those things like you go to Wikipedia and it's just not a hyperlink, and you're like, oh. <laughs> Like, right. there's nothing about this. There's nothing. <laughs> it, there's so much info about Seven Seas Lagoon and Bay Lake. Like, you can't step, like, five feet around the Magic Kingdom area without, like, a cast member jumping up from a bush and being like, did you know that the Seven Seas Lagoon is man-made Well, Bay Lake is natural? It's like, yes, yeah, thank you. Great. <laughs> we are aware. We are aware. It's like, can you tell me anything about Crescent Lake? And then they, like, use a smoke bomb and disappear. Homer <laughs> <laughs> Simpson bushes that, Jeff. Right. So I was, like, trying. I was, so I was, like. I was like, I assumed it wasn't a natural lake. Hmm. And I, I early on, I at least found a picture from that fantastic 1982 Epcot book that really goes into like how they made the park. It, and it has an aerial photo of construction. And there is no sign of the lake or that waterway or anything there. But then there's like, you know, some later photos I found that weren't quite as well dated that they're old. But you can see like the waterway and you can see the lake. And I wasn't so finding anything. in these photos seeing absolutely nothing. Uh, to the like left next of that Epcot, pot. yeah, yeah, no, except yeah, that first big one, and we'll we'll share this too because it is an awesome photo because you can see so much of it. But yeah, there's just so it's, it's Epcot, just grass, like in the middle of some trees, trees yeah. like all around it, like nothing else from like all angles basically. Then there's that awesome giant parking lot over where, uh, kind of by her uh, the Odyssey, which was going to be the original entrance, right? So oh, that's yeah. exciting. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so there's lots of fun details just there. So I eventually just like went to Twitter and I actually asked the the folks at the WW Retro podcast, which is of course a great show. And it's uh, also called Retro WDW. But hey, thank yeah, you very much. <laughs> it sounded wrong as I said it. I was like, like, <laughs> like hmm, words. But Hal Bowers from the Retro WW show got back got back to me actually. And uh, here's what he said: I'm looking at images in Google Earth. There's no lake in 1988. But what I think are marshes in the same locations. Then the ground is all torn up in 1989, and then suddenly Crescent Lake is there in 1990 with the hotel. So, yeah. So like kind of as assumed, like the hotel, the the lake was built when the hotels were built. That's a so, lot to do in one year's time. It's impressive. Right. right. I, I assume like so like there must have been a master plan at some point that like straight up had you know Crescent Lake, Swan and Dolphin. Yacht and Beach Club, and then also expansion pad for what would eventually become the boardwalk, right? Like, I think that was all drawn up basically at the same time. So, a, a lot, it's, it's a lot of planning, but it's also fun because then, like, it's like overnight you have this Epcot resort area to go along with the Magic Kingdom resort area, and you have all mm-hmm. these hotels that are now, you know, have easy access to Epcot and also MGM Studios. So, but, like, yeah, just in 1990, like, again, like, I talked about how many hotels they had before this. Like, not that many, and then all of a sudden you have, you know, the four new four. hotels yeah. with walking distance to Epcot. So, giant expansion. All right, so let's get to each of these hotels in a little bit more detail. So, we'll start with the Yacht Club, since it opened first by a little bit. And <laughs> this is kind of a bit more of a New England nautical theme, a little bit of a Martha's, Martha's Vineyard thing going on here, too. And it's, of course, uh, mostly known for that predominantly kind of light gray color. And this is also the one that is further away from Epcot, but closer to the Swan and Dolphin. And I, I will say that I think this is the lobby that I like a little bit better. Because when you walk in, there's like that giant globe right in the middle. It, as it's the a big very centerpiece. nice centerpiece, yes. It's a very pretty globe. But, like, you know, in general, and this is kind of true for both lobbies, they're not like gigantic lobbies. It's not like the Grand Floridian, right? Which right, is like right. 
taking mm-hmm. your breath away with the, the scale of it, or even the Grand Ceremonial House, uh, you know, very big and open, relatively small, more more wide than anything else. You walk in to your right is like guest services and check in. There's a lot of seats everywhere. Um, like the Yacht Club one is relatively classy looking with with kind of its decorations. And there's at one point there's like a little like second level with a bit of a steering wheel there, like on a ship, and you can take a picture with that, and that's fun. <laughs> Uh, and then the Yacht Club is also where you can go for the uh, friendship boat access. There's the pier there with that beautiful lighthouse. And these boats take you to Epcot, Boardwalk, Swan and Dolphin, and Hollywood Studios. I love the friendship boats. They are by far the best boats. I was boats. just going to say, mm-hmm. you have some kind of uh, affection to the friendship boat that not too many. Well, a lot of people have. It always <laughs> cracks me up, though. Every well, they're time nice you go, you're so excited to ride them. They're oh, not. Yeah. It's not so far to get anywhere. Like, like you know, if, if you're at uh, Contemporary and you're taking the boat to Magic Kingdom, that's kind of a long trip. But, like, you know, hopping the boat to get, like, from Yacht Club to Boardwalk is, like, kind of nice, kind of lazy, but also mm-hmm. kind of nice. Because it's just like a quick little boat ride, and there you are. They're spacious. Fun. There's plenty of seating. There's, an, there's a large indoor section, and those Magic Kingdom boats, you know, they're covered. But you can get pretty wet in those if the weather's bad. These are like completely enclosed indoors, but there's still that like outdoor back area. They're they're beautiful. They just have like this, they all have this like kind of French coloring to them. And, and these they boats, always remind you that they are in fact free floating. Yes, they aren't. Yeah, they, <laughs> casino, they're you. not on rails. And these are the same exact boats that actually run on the World Showcase Lagoon too, right? Yeah, and which is like a nice little bit of like mm-hmm. a connective synergy between Epcot and the Epcot Resort area. I always like that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Uh, I do love the uh, the lighthouse too. I know. I know that. I think both. I know both of you guys have those things that spell out the Minotti family name made made up of like different things from. Oh yeah, Disney. And I think for one of them, the lighthouse is one of the eyes. Yep, yeah. that's right. Yeah. So the, the I, other one is uh, a moonlight on not Crescent or the uh, Bay Lake, I believe. It's quite nice. Right, and and not too far from the pier is where the Bayside uh, Marina is, and this is where you can take out boats, which we we used to take a lot of boats out on Seven Seas Lagoon whenever yeah, we would never, stay. At, never uh, I mean, Crescent, Crescent Lake is fairly small. Right, yeah. Like, if I'm going to do it, I'd rather go do it at, at Bay Lake and Seven Seas Lagoon. If I was going to do it, I think, like, you can very early take fishing boats that actually go out into the World Showcase Lagoon. Like, that would be fun. To go fishing on World Showcase Lagoon. Oh, they do into do the in the World Showcase. I didn't know that. Like, I, knew, I know you can. I know you can fish on Crescent Lake. Actually, I just saw when I was just kind of searching Crescent Lake on Twitter. Some guy posted some photos from a few months ago where he was doing a jog around Crescent Lake, and someone had like chartered a fishing boat, and Mickey was fishing with them. <laughs> and like oh. Mickey actually, this guy stopped to take pictures, and Mickey actually waved to the camera. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like huh. it's bizarre. These guys like fishing, and Mickey's just like he's there fishing with them. Like, he's like got a line and everything. That's incredible. All the times right? we've, been there, we've never anything. seen that. <laughs> you know, like hey, hey, look, uh, those restaurants aren't going to get the fish themselves. Mickey's got to right. go to work. That's right, Mickey to work. <laughs> <laughs> the hydroponic, the, the, the what do you call it? The fish farm in the, the land must have been getting low that day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, and I know I think both of you are excited about this. I think maybe the signature attraction of the Yacht Club is the Yachtsman Steakhouse, which is... It really is. (laughs) It is a beautiful steakhouse restaurant with dry-aged steaks that you can see on the left as as you walk in. Mm. It it continues the nautical theming, kind of with the lobby, but a bit darker, a bit more classy. When you walk in, there's, there's a lot of seating, but on the right... When you get into like the main dining area, there's this beautiful kind of rotunda with this like large roof, and it's surrounded by these windows. It's absolutely beautiful. We have eaten here a ton, so I would like to- this is probably like our go-to. Like we have to go here for every trip that we yeah, take I think, as I a think family so. together. Yeah, well, this I, is like so our cousins. Really, we, we um so we went for our dad's bachelor party, and. <laughs> I don't know if this is the case for you, Chris, but you and I shared the porterhouse for two, and I do think it was the best steak I've ever that, eaten in my now life. Now, that, that meal, be, because of that, but one other thing, was probably the best meal I've ever had in my life. That steak, and remember that campfire marshmallow with the butter popcorn dessert? Yeah, it was so oh. good. Oh, it's so great. <laughs> I can picture yeah. it now. I know. It was, it was honestly one of the best meals I've ever had. Period. 
And yeah, I mean, if, and trust me, if you, if you are with, uh, or if you're feeling adventurous and you're hungry by yourself, if you like steak and you're with someone who likes steak, get the porterhouse for two. Get it medium rare. Do it right. Because, Chris, you don't usually like medium rare steaks, but I convinced no, no, no. you to that do it. That's great. Totally and worth it. I, I promise you, it will be one of the best things you've ever eaten. With that it's nice just so incredible. butter on top. Oh my gosh! I, oh, now, now, now I want it. Oh. I, I think you're right. I think that is the best. But if you're going to get a a, a four one option, they have a New York strip steak that I love because it has this amazing peppercorn brandy sauce that is just mm-hmm. uh, really, mm-hmm. really nice. It, it's just one of those restaurants that when you have a nice meal there, you just don't forget it. You know, you yeah. always think back on that. On that experience. And, yeah. and like you said, you know, they do in-house dry aging. Uh, you know, it's all prime beef. It, it's incredible cuts. They know how to cook it correctly. You know, it's obviously you would hope at a place called Yachtsman <laughs> Steakhouse, they know how to cook steak. Uh, all the side dishes are, are excellent as well. And and like you said, it's it's got that very kind of dark woods. It's I don't want to alienate anybody, but it's got a very masculine feel to it. It um, does, yeah. I mean, especially it, in the it, evening when it's dark. Like, you know, during the day, it's actually kind of the almost the opposite because that rotunda lets in a ton of light during the daytime. But in the evening hours, mm-hmm. um, especially if you're there in the winter and it's dark earlier, um, it just has that very kind of earthy, very yep. cozy feel to it. Well, that's what's great. Get a nice it, brandy it, with it. Well, yeah. It's both classy and comfortable, which is kind mm-hmm. of hard to pull off, I think. So, yeah, absolutely one of our favorite restaurants. I think the best steakhouse in Disney World. Agreed. Uh, Although we, uh, we don't know because Shula's kicked us out. So maybe <laughs> 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 they wouldn't have us. Uh, but I mean, I like this better than, say, uh, uh, the Le Cellier. Although I like Le Cellier. AJ, you were like I am, against I am, it. I am, uh, wow. I've had two okay experiences at Le Cellier. Boo. Man, completely it's, it's shocked. Done, it's done nothing to, to stand out to me. And, and then I understand Dad didn't like the... Uh, Dad did not like the beer cheese soup, which and that was the, the best thing there. Part of the meal. <laughs> that's why you go there for. But don't they just sell that at a stand now, or maybe it's during food and uh, wine? I think it's during yeah, during one of the festivals. So there you They're go. Just you like, don't have to go. go. We got enough. Save about. your money. Go to Yasmin Steakhouse, but get the beer cheese yeah. soup during food and wine. Well, Yasmin Steakhouse still has that French onion soup and the lobster bisque. And, oh, uh, I'm like, I shouldn't be hungry right now because I just ate. I know. Them. I'm hungry. I haven't eaten, <laughs> so this is killing me a little bit. Uh, it's a. You love this. You get for nine dollars. You can add bone marrow as a butcher's cut oh, enhancement to your, you mean to beef your meal. butter. Yes, yeah, there I've you done go. that before. <laughs> yeah, so we got Yasmin Steakhouse. It's just one of the absolute best things about both both these places. And then connected to Yasmin Steakhouse is the Crew Crew Cups Lounge. And this place has like been getting like this has been here forever, but it's been getting a lot of buzz lately because they have these prime rib sliders that are apparently just like amazing it's prime rib from the steakhouse and it uses those onion rolls that they serve with dinner there mm-hmm. it has like this odd juice and like everybody people are freaking out about this i, I know well, you, i feel like in general all the lounges in the last five years have gotten pretty yeah. big i think people realize like if you don't have a reservation or you don't have a ton of time like say go to yachtsman or the money even you go to the adjacent lounge to any of these restaurants and get a very comparably quality meal for a fraction of the price and less time and, and a very relaxed atmosphere. So in general, I feel like these lounges have done well. And if you're the lounge connected to the best steakhouse on property, uh, yeah, you you're can't probably going to do okay. <laughs> have you guys either – have you ever been in here? Or like actually like had a drink and took I've, Yeah, time I've had a drink in there. Um, I don't think I've eaten there, but I've had a drink it, in it's there. It's funny. Yeah. yeah, it's like the same kind of atmosphere and it's so comfortable. And I've never, I've never stayed in there very long. It's like my big to do thing. My next trip is to go right. in there, get those sliders, get a drink. Cause yeah, it's, it, it sounds great. But yeah, it is like, the, the, you're right. The lounges in general, ever since like, honest, I don't know if it's just because we got older, maybe we just weren't aware of it, but it seems like ever since like Trader Sam's really took off in Disneyland, all of a sudden everybody's really been picking up their bar game over in Disney World. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think they realized like all the, all they could really get into the whole craft cocktail craze that that seems to be going on, and and, and again they they realize oh we share a kitchen with some of the best restaurants in the world let's well, let's do something with that. And some people prefer like the small plate offerings that you know mm-hmm. they can exactly have. exactly. But this isn't the only dining at Yacht Club. You also have the Ale and Compass, which is relatively new. And this this mm-hmm. used to be Captain's Grill, which was closed more often than not. 
And so this is just kind of like the more casual dining. It's it, it's, it's, it's like the Grand Floridian Cafe <laughs> absolutely. of the Beach Club. <laughs> now, I don't know if it's as good as the Grand Floridian Cafe because that place is actually amazing. Yeah, so we haven't eaten here yet. Yeah. Although I will say I love the name. It's such, like I yeah. want like an Ale and Compass shirt because that's a great name. <laughs> and I think I think this has a lot more of uh, seafood offerings too compared mm-hmm. to Austin know, Steakhouse. This has its own lounge also, which is uh, apparently pretty popular, the Ale and Compass Lounge. So yeah, we are missing lounges. out here with these lounges. Yeah, right. We need, but like we that, need to just do like a lounge tour on a trip. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what. Well, well, that's well, both of these. So I, I know that the uh, what's popular now is the Skyliner kind of like drinking tour. You could stop at both of these at the same hotel, Ooh, and then there's another idea. one at the Beach Club. We'll get to, but but yeah, Andy absolutely. Dini's on uh, it, yeah, what's oh. it called? The magic magic themed one. I would have known the uh, name until you said oh, um, Houdini's, and now yeah, you it's on the tip of my tongue. Now that you put Houdini in, uh, <laughs> kick it out. <laughs> oh gosh, we'll remember it. Uh, so, and then the main store of the yacht club is also connected to Ale and Compass. Or not, not? It's the same branding. The market at Ale and Compass. And this is your typical like souvenir store with like some of like the toilet trees and little pharmacy things you might need to. And this is where you'll get the specific yacht club branded items if you need. I always like to get. Just a like a refrigerator magnet for whatever hotel I'm staying at. Hmm. I don't know if you guys have any like things specific you like to get. I get shirts. Never abracadabra. That's it. It just just all right. Now who's ready for the beach club? Me. Me. And yeah, so this is themed to the seaside cottages of 19th century Newport, which is a. Rhode Island. I was not really sure where Newport was. I had to lift it up. And this, <laughs> this is, um, you know, it looks pretty similar, but predominantly a baby blue kind of light color here. I need to find out what this shade of blue is. Like, if I could paint my house this color, it's like I a, would. Yeah, it's like a baby powder blue or something. Like, it's I very need pleasant. Sherwin-Williams to give me the numbers or whatever. Right. Like, <laughs> like, we were actually, I, the last time we were there, they were painting. Yeah. And I wanted to go up to the guys and be like... So, uh, what kind of paint you got there? Just yeah, like look for bring, the bucket and taking a picture. Just bring some swatches the next time you go. And just I know. Like, I just, I just want to know. I want to know. I'll tell you like, what. Actually, it's funny you say that. I got this Bluetooth device called Color Muse, and ooh. it connects to your phone, and you put it up against the wall, and it emits this like little LED, and it gives you the hex values for any color you put it up against. I kind of need. So that. I'm going to bring this. I'm going to bring this yeah. with us next time we go. Yeah, just for sure. Kind of sneak a little scan. So, of course, one of the big benefits of the Beach Club is that this is the closest resort to Epcot. But not only that, if you have to be as close to Epcot as humanly possible while you sleep, (laughs) room 1501 at the Beach Club is not only the closest hotel room to Epcot, it is the closest hotel room to any Walt Disney World theme park that you can get. where, Where did you find that? (laughs) <laughs> this was discussed on the WDW radio show on a recent episode because they were talking about some of their favorite hotels. And then this room was brought up and then I looked into it more. And this is like a thing that the diehards know. And it's not just that like, oh, you're really, you're, st- you're quote unquote close, but then you have to like go back to the lobby. Right next to the like room 1501 is an exit out to like that path. So you were like right there. Oh, so like, you- like, I wonder like, like, how requestable this is. I, I, I assume it's requestable. I, I bet people do, but yeah, so, you could so say. So I'm, I'm looking on Google Earth's 3D imagery, and I'm <laughs> and what I'm assuming is this room. So if you look at it, if, if you picture, so you've got you got the pathway, you know, for, uh, you know, in front of the beach club, up ahead <laughs> it beats the bridge that takes you to the boardwalk. Before that bridge, there is a little sidewalk path that cuts to the left that hits the furthest corner of the beach club. So I'm assuming... 1501 is that first floor corner, and that path goes to a side door right outside that room. That's We're bizarre. To- I, I can We're see like requesting this room to stumble. I mean, yeah, back when into you look it at it, I mean, what, yeah, <laughs> when you look at it, it's that's yeah, like it doesn't occur to you, but yeah, like there it is. There's the international gateway right there. Mm-hmm. Th- th- there's a new life goal. 1501. <laughs> I got it requested. We- we've stayed somewhere close by that one time because well, we, 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 we were on that we- walk. Because we stayed at the at a room on the first floor by the quiet pool that's in that same general area, mm-hmm. uh, which I'll, I'll talk about more when we get to our memories of the mm-hmm. resort. But yeah, right. But I so mean, we, again, we, we, we were there relatively. But yeah, that's yeah. the one. That's wild. I love that. 
Even if find. you're not exactly in 1501, there's a lot of rooms there that are just, you're so close to Epcot, the greatest theme park in the world. So how fantastic <laughs> is that? So the lobby experience here, it's pretty similar to uh, Yacht Club. You have this kind of chandelier is more of the central piece. It's got some seahorses and other fun nautical things. It's a bit more fanciful here. Um not quite as formal as the Yacht Club, I would say. I don't know. Do you guys have a preference as far as the lobbies go? Uh, not strongly. I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll, say, I'll, I'll say for the end when we, when we get into which one of the two we prefer. I might, um, but, I, but between I might, the lobbies, I mean, you're, I might give it to the Yacht Club because it does have that globe, and I like I the love globe. That globe. Do they both have a guy dressed up in a sailor suit welcoming you, or is that just the Yacht Club? I'm not I'm not 100% sure on that, ass guy. I think we'll it's just the Yacht Club, and I'll have to give it to the Yacht well, Club. That's, we better, that's we better get over there and do some field research when they open. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, and really kind of the big restaurant at, at the Beach Club is Cape May's Cafe. And this is uh, your character breakfast buffet with mini hosting. You're also probably going to see Donald, Daisy, and Goofy. And they're all in beach outfits. I think any of them where they're like in special outfits it is kind of fun. Right. Uh, then for dinner, they do more of just a non-character traditional seafood buffet. So They call it a clam bake, Ooh. which is why we've never gone <laughs> I like That's clam bakes. I would well, like it more do. than you guys would. Yeah, now you probably more more. But you like you like not your uh, your mollusks. I like I like all that shellfish, man. Yeah, wow. well, that's not even shelled. You like 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 mussels and things. Yeah, never yeah, thought yeah. I'd see the day. It's right good stuff. But uh, not not my favorite character breakfast because it's 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 like the craziness of a Chef Mickey's or nineteen hundred Park Fair, but it doesn't feel quite as like special as those two in in a way. You it, know what well, I mean? It's a very open restaurant in a weird way. Like, yeah. like uh, I mean, it's not like Chef Mickey's isn't open, but like, mm. I don't know. There, you're right. There is something. It's not my first pick. Yeah. Also, last time we went there, they seated like our entire family in like a U-shaped booth, which is kind of right. annoying at a buffet. It's like if one person wants to get out, right? Like, yeah, it's like it's like like the one end of the table was like stuck. Yeah, like you couldn't get out from that way. It's like great. Yeah, that's a little annoying. I mean, you know, the food's fine, and if you want to see the characters. That's, uh, you know, you're staying at the Beach or Yacht Club. It's pretty convenient, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of getting mm-hmm. on a bus and going to Chef Mickey's. Like, I probably might, like, you know, when it comes to, like, this or Chef Mickey's or 1900 Park Fair, I don't have a big preference. I'm all about, like, going to uh, going to the Garden Grill. Uh, Tusker House actually sounds super fun. I want to do that soon. Like, know, I think there's, there's better character in, uh, options. There's one in Swan Dolphin that we've never been to that I had a friend tell me about that has Rapunzel. It's supposed yeah, to be Yeah, there's something fantastic. like that, too. Yeah. It's like the only other place you can see Rapunzel other than Magic Kingdom. Interesting. And then mm-hmm. kind of on the other side of the lobby is the Beach Club Marketplace. And this is like the souvenir store, the convenience store, and also a quick service restaurant. Not a yeah. great one. Like you get flatbreads and stuff. But I mean, well, if, if you're starving it, in a pinch. a few times. Yeah. Last yeah. time. With the kids, yeah, it's, hel- it's helpful. Right. Yeah, exactly. It, it, was a good, it was a good breakfast stop when, when we stayed there good. last year. Especially because I do not like a big breakfast, right. so I liked just being able to grab something from this as we're leaving and on our way to the parks. Unless you're in room 1501, because then you'd be going out of your way. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well go to uh, the pastry uh, yeah. place. Yeah. <laughs> probably closer at that point. Yeah. <laughs> have you guys, have you guys <laughs> tangent here, but have you guys seen those like ice cream sandwiches you can get at the patisserie now? Like yes. made out of actual bread? Yes, like, oh, like brioche, yeah. Great. Speaking of ice cream. Hey, good. Also, I saw the patisserie that I remember. There's a separate place for the ice cream. But speaking of ice cream, <laughs> Beach Club is also where you are going to find Beaches and Cream, which is like a 15-themed, like old-fashioned, like soda fountain place. The hot spot. You, hot spot. You can get burgers and hot dogs. And normally you hear like, oh, burgers and hot dogs, boring. But this is like really fun with that, with the theming. You get grilled cheese sandwiches, like all that kind of like classic diner comfort food. But it's really about about the ice cream hair, uh, and they are very famous for the kitchen sink. Mm. And this serves four people for $35, literally comes in like this this glass container that looks like a kitchen sink. Mm. It has scoops of vanilla, chocolate, strawberry, cookies and cream, and mint chocolate chips smothered in every topping that they have. You can also get it with a, just all chocolate or a Neapolitan style. Uh so, I mean, what do you, what do you guys think about beaches and cream? We've never done the kitchen sink, have we? We well, haven't I'm done not... that, but we did. We did do the one similar at Blizzard Beach. That's true. No, Typhoon Lagoon. 
They're typhoon. That's yeah, right, the bucket. The, no, the but bucket. I don't think it's quite as big as the the kitchen. We, we sink, need to do this next time. I, I when, love, we, when we were there with the, with the kids last time, because uh, I mean, all our kids are freaking ice cream fiends. Uh, they now I, we haven't been there since the refurb in 2019. But you could like there was like a side door that just went to a quick counter, so you could just get a scoop of ice cream, and uh, we did that like almost every day. <laughs> Oh yeah. Now I see. Like I'm not a big sweets person, but I do like ice cream. But yeah, I'm not gonna get like a thing that serves four. I'll get a, a ice cream on a cone. I like watching other people get this. Oh sure. And pointing. They, and they, going, they ah. make like a big deal about it when it comes out. They it's do. Like a, they really do. But pizzas and cream is it's funny because it's been there for a long time. We we used to go when we were kids. Uh, AJ, you don't remember going in it. I really don't. It's like yeah, the one thing. You usually, your memory is usually the best. I know. I and don't remember being said, in there. Because we talked about Beaches Cream, we were like, it's weird we never went there. And me and Chris both looked at you like, what are you talking about? I, I have vivid memories of that. <laughs> yeah, we've been there so many times. But yeah, when, was, when I go in there, I just want a, a scoop of ice cream. But this place was, again, it, it was like, you know, the ice cream place. And it started, especially in like social media kickoff. This yeah, place that's what became it was. You really popular. You, you, you could not get, get in. You could get an hour wait every, every day. Right. So they actually closed it and did a giant refurbishment in 2019 that expanded the seating uh taking over some of the old lafferty place arcade and some of that's still I'm there but as we know arcade. Arcade. i'm shocked they wouldn't take the whole thing well you gotta play crazy taxi and guitar hero yeah, and I don't play crazy taxi what anymore espn zones down the down the way just go there <laughs> It is. I mean, we get all upset about the state of arcades and how the how great those used to be in the nineties. Oh, good idea. Good but, idea. I mean, I'll yeah. take that one. <laughs> yeah, but things things have changed there. But uh, but when they did the refurb, so yeah, you like you say, Jay, it used to be like you would walk in and go to a counter. Now there's like an actual like outside window right by the pool there oh, that you can go nice. up that's to. That's smart, right? So that's nice. Uh, Beach Club also has its own lounge, the Martha's Vineyard Lounge, which is kind of like another mellow New England beach housey thing. Uh, this also has uh, D- DVC Villas that opened up in 2002. They have like their own kind of smallish like lobby area. There's like and it has it has like a slightly darker, greener shade of blue, so you can distinguish them. Yeah, it's nice. It's these, like a little more and, uh, sea foam. Right. Mm-hmm. We said these, and they are uh, absolutely beautiful. Uh, Go incredible. Imagine. Incredible. Yeah, imagine that. So, and then <laughs> both both uh, hotels share a couple facilities, uh, like the convention spaces. I don't think we've ever been to a convention at the Yacht and Beach Club. Sadly, no. <laughs> it's not a giant convention space. I, I think that I know that, like the big ones at Coronado, and I know that even uh, Swan and Dolphin have pretty big convention space mm-hmm. compared to Yacht and Beach it's Club. It's very, it's the, the, content, the convention space, it's, it's closer to the Yacht Club side, and it's very detached. It's almost like a separate building, I think. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think well, about yeah, it. Yeah, well, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think they necessarily want those people walking around like the lobby, right? Right. And speaking of other things, we haven't been to that shared. Yeah, the Ship Shape Health Club, which I never <laughs> go to any of the health clubs, which you can probably tell by looking at me. Uh, oh wait a minute! Wait, wait, is, was it the was it just the laundry room or whatever that had like the ping pong table and a Sega Saturn inside? <laughs> I thought that that was that was no, a that, boardwalk, that was boardwalk thing, Edge guy. Was that boardwalk? Okay, yeah, I remember boardwalk. You, you could like rent uh, DVDs when we stayed. No, 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 the first no. It was, it was it was that beach club because if you look if, mm. again on on the Google Earth image, it's it's by the quiet pool. It's the yeah, little it building. The quiet, it was by the yeah, quiet pool over at boardwalk. Way. Also, yeah, I know. Yeah, but I'm also. saying we, the the beach club one. I remember playing Fighters Mega Mix in there. Yeah, this was boardwalk is where you're remembering this. I think. no, it's beach club. I'm looking at it right now. Well, look at it, look at the boardwalk. Does it also have a small building next to a quiet pool that could have possibly been this? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I, I know I know we did it at the beach club too. That's what I'm saying. I don't believe. It. Look, you know, you thought we never been to Beach of oh, Creek. Give me a break. All right, I'll tell you. All right, look, Adrian, you're voted two to one. Me, Chris, think this was a boardwalk yeah, memory. That was the same trip that we did the slide. That was I when Grandpa the, the was clowns. with us. Yeah, Grandpa was there. All right, all right. We'll see. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I don't. If you look at it, that building in the boardwalk is way bigger by the quiet. Well, yeah, thing. I'll give you that. But I still remember it being a little recreation thing in there. Anyways, nope. stop fighting <laughs> nope, everybody. Wrong. Gosh, you're embarrassing me. <laughs> let's let's talk about something we can all agree on, which is Storm Along Bay, which is also Ooh. kind of a shared facility. And this is the pool complex, which I mean does pool is a very big understatement. Can <laughs> yeah. anybody argue that like this is not the best pool in Walt Disney World? Like it's the best pool uh, possibly anywhere. 
It's incredible. It's uh, 750,000 gallons, which, you know, if you're like me and spatially math challenged, means nothing, <laughs> but it means that it's very big. <laughs> like, you can tell me, you can tell me my bathtub is that many gallons and I would believe you. I was like, yeah, I guess <laughs> that sounds right. But yeah, the whole thing's really more like a mini water park. There's like yeah, the pool it itself is. is like, there's no like, Here's the circle where the pool is. There's all these different sections that are interconnected. You could um, truly get lost swimming in this pool. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's really well themed. You have this giant, like, shipwreck, and it makes up, like, the kind of kitty section and also this 150-foot water slide that has you, like, first you go down the ship's mast, and then you kind of, like, go through this, like, twisty section with waterfalls hitting you until you go out into the pool uh, like I, I used to not really do many water slides at all, and this was one of the first biggish ones I did. And I, I, I mean, biggish now it's, it's funny, right? It's not that. It's big, crazy seeing I, how how far not, back how far back that is. I mean, that, yeah. that was the, the thing ship. about it. it's like you had to walk to get it's to huge. It. Yeah, and you're freezing on those evenings. Yeah, there are some days where it wasn't quite as warm as <laughs> others. Where you're but like, even like the back it? of the shipwreck has like a little kiddie pool with a small slide too. Yeah, I used to like that little kid slide. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Uh, and, we were uh, all 14 once, Mike. Yeah, yeah. But so then there's like, so so in that area where you come out from the slide, there's like this kind of like deeper end. And then to the right is this whirlpool section that is always super fun. You just spend like a, a lot of time s- in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like to just like dunk under and like make a little cannonball shape and then just let the waves take me around. <laughs> now, did did that- we mention that the the majority of this pool is an artificial sand bottom? Yes, there's a, yeah, there's a fake sand bottom, and most especially across from the whirlpool is this kind of other circular area where there's a lot more sand and stuff. And then between the two is this kind of like this kind of wide stretch, and this is where they do a lot of like activities. They'll, they'll often have a kind of um, volleyball in the pool here and fun stuff like that. And what's cool too is like this whole thing. There's like paths and like stuff that goes around the whole thing. There's bridges that go over it to these other sections. It's all like connected so nice. There's this nice overhead picture of it that you have to look at to kind of appreciate how how well it all looks. And then from there, you can connect to the lazy river. Like it actually has a lazy river, but it wasn't that, always a lazy river, right? Yeah. So and this is weird because like it's something everybody is sure of, but there's not a lot. It's it's almost like the wave the wave machine at the Polynesian, right? It's, like, one of those, like, everyone's pretty sure. But, yeah, the Lazy River actually had live fish in it originally, and it was salt water. And it was kind of cut off from the other sections of the pool. Well, and, and here's uh, the thing, and, and you almost don't even realize this, but the, the pool is divided into three separate pools. They're not truly connected. Right. And well, this spot, four when you look at it. Uh, yeah, three. I see three. I see the, the whirlpool section, the Lazy River, shallow sand, and then the swimming section. The swimming section is connected to the, the lazy river connected. section. Yeah, to the lazy. Yeah, that, you can go under that first bridge, but not the second. So okay, the area yeah. where the lazy river is and like kind of jets out a little bit, that was that was disconnected. So you can understand where right, it okay, could have had salt water and live fish in it, and why maybe that wasn't open to swimming because it, it does have like this little island in the middle and bridges where you could conceive of that being as like observation areas. Right, and there's paths the all around it. Right. Yeah. But yeah, so then you know, not too long afterwards, we're like, uh, we don't want to keep fish here anymore. This is annoying. So. They turned it into the Lazy River, and everything became connected better, which is yeah. really nice. It does explain why that's so deep there, too, because it is yes. like a, a, a it is. much deeper section. Yeah, exactly. But uh, And then like kind of to the north of that is like just like the much larger general swimming section, and there's a nice uh, uh, waterfall here. I think the hot tub's also around here, if I recall correctly. This is also right yeah. next to Beaches and Cream, which is fun. Yep. Think on the other side is the shallow sand section, which is great for like the little kids because you can build sand castles. Yeah, all all the kids love this. It's so fun. There's the little sandbar that kind of comes up, so you can actually stand up on it and build sand castles. Um, You know, it's not too deep. There's a little zero depth entry section by a beach. Yeah, all all of our kids had a blast. This, I mean, we were out there almost every day, and and they Mm -hmm. just loved it. And then, as if all that wasn't good enough, they also have what I think might be my favorite pool bar, Hurricane Mm. Hannah's, where you can get yourself a Banana Cabana, a Storm Chaser, or a Category 5, or all sorts of good stuff. Uh, There was a period of time when in my mid-20s when they had a deal with Tommy Bahama Rum. (laughs) And it was in in, like every (laughs) bar in Disney World. And they had the Tommy Bahama Mama, and it was like one of the best cocktails I've ever had. It was so good. You gotta make it. Figure that out. It's just a Bahama Mama made with Tommy Bahama rum, which I don't think exists anymore. 
So I'm, wow. I, you know, a lot of times when I stay at hotels, I don't necessarily want a full pool day. But if we're if you're staying at the yacht and beach club, like yeah, give you me gotta a make full some pool time. Day. Oh, yeah. You definitely. I mean, it's it, it, it's the I mean, it's it's such a perk of that hotel that like. You know, it's a little different than Magic Man's now, but they used to check your room key yeah. before you went to make sure you were staying there because people try to get in from yeah. other resorts. And now you I have mean, wristbands I... and. Oh god! Remember that time Dad forgot his room key and they wouldn't let him in. He got really huffy with the guy. <laughs> <laughs> which, is not, which is not like him. I know. I believe he, he tried to pull the. Do you know how much I'm paying to stay here? The classic. And they wouldn't let uh, him in. He had to march back to the room and get his room key. Oh my god! But oh, man, I just just looking at the picture pool makes me like all warm and fuzzy. Like I have so many memories of this pool specifically. Yeah, we would be in here for hours. Oh, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, you, it, it's just there's so much surface area to it. Like you just had to explore <laughs> yeah. it all. And then not too far from that, the, you know, the boat where the the slide is. There's a large beach section. That's where the campfire is, and they'll show mm-hmm. movies out there. Mm-hmm. And I think like almost all the hotels now have a campfire movie section. But like this one's right on Crescent Lake, and it's beautiful, and it's by the pool, and it's just super fun. So that's kind of the the general stuff that that you have. You also have some smaller pools, like AJ was talking about, that he was trying to fight with us <laughs> for. And the, you know, the quiet pools. We like quiet pools. It's nice when your hotel room is right next to a quiet pool. Yes. Yeah, we've had that a couple of times. They're some of the best trips we've had. Just mm-hmm. being able to run out there when you get back from the park. Yeah, I remember. And this was when we stayed at the yacht club. Now this this is the yacht club memory. Is when we were staying at that quiet pool. We would go out a lot just to like hang out with whatever we were like 14 ish we would hang out with whatever adults were staying in the uh hot tub that night and just talk to them yes yeah and you'd see the uh you'd see fireworks from Epcot you saw you, you saw the star that was wars beach club fireworks. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna hear a word otherwise that was no, that, beach club that was beach club okay. yes my, my mistake oh that was Thank just me you. saying one or the other okay that was definitely yeah. beach club but yeah, no, we it, no, it was specifically the Star Wars Fantasy and the Sky Fireworks. We saw yeah, them, we saw them from the, the hot tub at the beach club. Mm-hmm. But then you know, there's all these other benefits to staying at these hotels. We talked a bit about how you're in walk distance to Epcot, but I just love the whole international gateway area. I haven't been there since in the Skyway Station now, but now it has that, which is still themed to all that. But like now, you can like easily get to like some of these other hotels, the like Caribbean Beach or whatnot, and go to go to. The Riviera and all this great stuff, and just take it's a trip on the Skyliner. For so long, how that truly felt like your own personal entrance. Like, oh, yeah. nobody knows about this. <laughs> this is just for me. Mm-hmm. And then there's so more. there's so much to do just at Swan and Dolphin, and then Boardwalk. Like, like we said, Swan and Dolphin has its own restaurants. They have like a Froyo place that I know is popular, and a candy place. Boardwalk uh, has. The ESPN Club and its own signature restaurants like Flying Fish Abracadab Cafe, Abracadab Bar, Abracadab Man, Bar. Who can forget the, the Abracadab and the, bar. and the and the piano bar doing, doing pianos. pianos? So I mean, there's there's Jelly it's rolls. like a whole it's like a mini uh, Disney Springs thing going on just like around Crescent Lake, really. Yeah. Plus, Boardwalk is is a great visual when you're staying at Swan and Dolphin to see that across oh, the water. It's and, like it's so oh, great yeah. at night, all lit up and everything. A nice clear yeah. night. The sightlines are great. I love even just like get if you wanted to get up and go for a walk, just walking around Crescent Lake is beautiful. Just gotta try and not get run over by those family bikes. <laughs> yeah, <that was laughs> we'll, let's tell, we'll tell that story at the end. Yeah, <laughs> you're also close to Fantasia Gardens, and I love Fantasia oh. Gardens. The the, yep, the, the golf, oh, the mini great. golf. Yeah. It is. Yeah, Bacchus, they're, they're you got a. Uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah, well, I was just saying. You have Bacchus. You got the wine god there. That's fun. What more do you need? <laughs> But then, they're yeah, building. They're, um, they're building a new tower there as well, right by yeah, it's like a Garden. Swan and Dolphin extension. I think. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, it's not a new hotel. Right. But yeah, I think I was worried about Fantasia Gardens, but it's holding on for now. But that is yeah, real estate. It. Yeah. So who knows how much longer? But yeah, that, that, so that's kind of you know everything there, everything around there, and the, the history. It's a lot harder to find the history of the hotels than it can be to find like the history of Pirates of the Caribbean. But it it can be out there. So here here's the first question I want to watch. Each, I want to ask each of you: Do you prefer the yacht or the beach club? To so, oh, sti- well, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. I was gonna say, ultimately, if I had gun to the head, if I had to pick one, I'll take beach club. Yeah, now, it's my favorite color. If, if it's to stay, if it's to stay somewhere, it's it's obviously beach club. But to eat, it's it's yacht club. So here's the thing: the I, I figured people. I think I think beach club is a pretty comfortable choice. When you know that all that yacht club stuff's gonna be there, 
But let's play a game where oh, you cannot God, you... do any of that. If you're at the beach club, you cannot go to Yachtsman Steakhouse. <laughs> or you cannot use the friendship boats. If you're at the yacht club, you cannot like uh, go to... Let's, let's say that the pool belongs to the beach club. You can't go to the pool. Because it is a bit more on that I know, side. I, I, that's like the, the annoyance of saying at beach club. is like... It's so much further to walk to that friendship boat launch than you think it is. Because you can mm-hmm. see it. There's the lighthouse. we got to go all no. the way across. Would, would okay, they so, both still be considered connecting to Epcot, though? You can still walk to Epcot, but Beach Club's yeah. closer. Okay. So that's the <laughs> thing. I mean, I mean truly, the, the two things Beach Club is going for is it's technically closer to Epcot, and I like the color blue. And it's closer and I, to the pool. And I like beaches. Well, the beaches pool's and right cream. in the middle. Beaches and cream. Yeah, so, so you're basically asking me to choose... Yasmin Steakhouse or Beaches and Cream at the end of the day here. And, I mean, again, current situation, give me the beach club. If I had to, like, knock down one side and flatten it for some reason, I'll pick the Yacht Club. But then why are you always at Beach Club? I mean, how often have we Because Yacht, Yacht Club, Club is there. I'm not, in Mike's hypothetical destroy one, I'll keep the Yacht <laughs> Club. AJ's big thing here is that he needs to save the Yachtsman's Steakhouse. That's yes. really what it uh, is. But, I mean, yeah, like 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 today, if you tell me, hey, book a Disney trip when coronavirus is gone, where are you going to stay? But, I'll pick the Beach Club. And someone says, well, oh, not the Yacht Club? I'll say, no, the Beach Club. Well, there won't be kitchen sinks anytime soon, so I don't have to worry about those. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, everybody share. share. <laughs> Get your germs in there. Use the same spoon. <laughs> Man, uh, I mean, you're probably right. Just because of Yachtsman Steakhouse, it's that good. I'd probably pick Yacht Club too. Even if even All if the pool the was part of it, even if they're going to demolish the pool to well, save Yachtsman. If I'm alone, if it's like us going, like adults, we're not going to go swim in the pool. But if I'm there with my family, then... Eh. Are that we? would be different. I don't know. I don't know. It's nah, a hard, not. It's a hard choice, but I guess it just illustrates the point that what makes these hotels great is that they have each other, just like us. Aw. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, yeah. so, but it really is kind of a package deal, right? <laughs> yeah. They go hand in hand. Absolutely. So Celebrate I guess, the future. I mean... <laughs> what, Chris? What? Uh, no, I was going to say the... Uh, you saw the quiet pool, so you still have... <laughs> and, and that's what we would do. We would use the quiet pool. If it was like the three of us, we're not going yeah, down. The, well, I guess we could go down the slide. I'm taking one trip <laughs> down the slide. Come on now. <laughs> oh, we did last time. It was great. The kids yeah, wouldn't so do it. it. And we're like, well, well, screw so you guys. Stay with your moms. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> All right. So, with that out of the way, I guess I just want to ask, what are some of your just favorite memories of yacht and beach club specifically? AJ, you got one you want to start with? Uh, yeah, sure. So there was a time early on we stayed at the yacht club. Uh, and we, we stayed had at Yacht a, Club a lot more weird, like earlier, and then recently it's been a lot more Beach Club, I would yeah, just want to say. But we actually had a room overlooking the wedding courtyard. <laughs> and it was kind of funny, because every morning we'd wake up to a violin playing the bridal march, and there's <laughs> Mickey and Minnie as the best man and maid of honor, and someone got married every morning. And I was like, oh, this is nice. That <laughs> <laughs> was like every day, there was just a wedding. It was, watch yeah. our balcony. Yeah. Aside from like Grand Floridian, you yeah, there's a lot of wedding stuff going on. Well, I in think these those are the two only spots, right? Uh, I think so. Uh, you can pretty much get married World. anywhere in Disney World if you pay. These for are the it. two that are like really set aside for it, like yeah, yeah. established. But yeah, I, I, you know, it was just a nice, uh, nice thing to see every day. It was. It was a nice touch that you don't get to see too often. Chris, you have a memory specific? My, yes, mine was you, the three of us. We were watching. Um, Lights, motor, action, and our parents are waiting for us <laughs> at Yachts Club Steakhouse. And of course, we're running late. And as soon as the show ends, we book it to make it back to the restaurant. And there's that long walk with no overhangings or coverage or anything, and it just pours down torrential like, rain. Like as soon as the show ended, there was like a clap of thunder. Ended. I was so miserable. <laughs> I was so miserable. We were. So, it, we may as well have jumped in the lake. Like that's oh, how wet we, we were. We were drenched. So, and we're we're worried that they're not going to let us go go inside to eat a yachts with Seiko. And of course, mom drenched. and dad are calling us on our cell phones, like, "Where are you? What's going on? Are you in this well, rain?" And I was like, "Yeah, did, we're soaked, we didn't but have, we're coming." We didn't have phones then, wasn't it? The walkie no, we, talkies? We did. Yeah, by by the by or maybe the, you that, did. That was two thousand phones, probably. Yeah, it was it was a flip yeah, phone at the, the yeah. Motorola StarTac. They actually they should they bought so us they new clothes. Yeah, they yeah. ended up buying us uh, shorts. And they were, they were some of the best shorts I ever had. I wore them for years. Yeah, yeah I think I just, just recently got rid of mine, finally. Yeah, 
I remember uh, going to the bathroom and changing so we can go eat at the Osmond I remember how oh, I felt so good to get those new clothes and I think I might have taken off the wet underwear too and just went commando for that meal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. That might be TMI. <laughs> but I think I think the Minotti brothers were doing a commando style at the Yotsun Steakhouse. I may have well, suffered. I can't remember. I can remember one of the first times I think we went to the Yasmus Steakhouse, there was actually some friends of ours from town mm-hmm. who were staying there as well. So we decided to have dinner together, and you two noobs fell asleep at the table. I, man, I was going to say this too. Oh, yeah. It was so late. It was like a 10 o'clock dinner, and it had a long day in the parks. I, I passed out. I was so tired. Which has happened twice to me. This is when I was younger. <laughs> well, I didn't quite have my appreciation for dining yet. <laughs> I was looking for what? the cheeseburgers on the menu still. <laughs> Yes. What's the uh, what's the restaurant in Animal Kingdom Lodge we went to that, that I did that at? G- oh, Jico? Did you fall asleep yeah, at Jico? Yeah, you I and did. your wife were. But it, G- it was it, it, it was a late passed. meal. It was like nine o'clock, but still. It, but Jico, the, the sleeping first place. Day. It was the first day there too. After flying and going to the oh, park. Yeah, that's always <laughs> so it was a long day. So for for for, for one of mine, uh, I I remember uh, this was like I was maybe twenty one. And I wasn't really drinking a lot yet, but the uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers were in the playoffs, and uh, we were very excited about that. But it was happening while we were in the parks, and we and Asia realized we could go walk to the ESPN club at the boardwalk every night to go check that out. So, like, literally every night, we would go over, and at first we were just watching the Cavs games. We were just watching, because the Magic was in a separate series, we were watching them play, too. Mm-hmm. And we would always get, like, uh, some nachos, and we would get a gallon of beer or a pitcher of beer. We, we had a pitcher of Sam Adams Summer Ale, I, I distinctly right. remember. So, and I was, yeah, we, 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 it was hard for me to go through it. <laughs> we were Because we were staying at the Beach Club, I mean, you know, it's it's kind of a split memory, I guess. But, uh, but yeah, we were staying at the Beach Club, but yeah, we did that almost every night. You and I went over, and... Shared some beer and some nachos and watched basketball. And it was I super was always fun. too tired to go. Chris would not go. Also, you were 19, so you would have been allowed. Yeah, I would have been bored. This was like before they really had like the HGTV, so still kind of like just like the big projections. And it wasn't yes. that crowded, but like there was a good energy. It was just super fun. Hey, did you have another one? Uh, boy, I mean, we haven't them. talked about us on the bike yet. <laughs> Oh yeah, let's let's do that. So so the Surrey bikes is, is a is a thing that you'll see in this whole area. You could you could get them at the yacht club or at the boardwalk. They they will uh, they're designed for two, four, six people. And uh, this was a trip where our grandfather came with us, and we decided, hey, let's let's do the bikes. And we get on this thing, and we start, and we're like, man, we are we are on the struggle bus, people. Like we were having and, a hard time. I mean, granted, we're, the Minotti's were, were not known. Family. Yeah, they were not known for their <laughs> physical prowess in those days. <laughs> right. So we chalked up that. But there's like other families just zooming past us. Like, we're like some of us were cha- they're challenging us to races. <laughs> we're like, what's I think going they were on? mocking us. So we like come pulling into the station, a full loop around Crescent Lake. We're all out of breath. You know, it's like, what's going on? We get out of the bike, and that's when we look and see. We have just a flat tire. Just like a pancake. Yeah. <laughs> and again, our dad was like, goes up to the guy. It was like, um, we just did that whole thing, and you didn't see that we had a flat tire. What are you gonna do about it? And the guy's like, oh, sorry. <laughs> Dad's like, that's it? Oh, sorry? Like, I have to pay for that? <laughs> he was not happy. Oh man, yeah, that, that was, was truly great. a struggle. I never gone <laughs> up the hill. Like we're going up the hill to get over the bridge. Just oh, like, no. oh my god, no! We're not no, gonna. Make this. Oh, it's rough. All right, uh, I haven't close. done it since. Have you guys? No, no I'm <laughs> scarred from it. I'm scarred from it. <laughs> Chris, any closing thoughts then before before we wrap things up about Yon Beach Club? Um, like you guys have said, and that we keep repeating, this is obviously a Minotti favorite location. In Disney, it's probably one of the few places, like resorts, that you could truly just stay there all day and be satisfied mm-hmm. for a Disney World vacation with everything, all the amen- Disney World vacation with everything, all the amenities that are around. Longtime favorite, and we'll keep going back. Yeah, I think we've been there more than any other hotel. If we combine them both, pretty easily, and like, I'm not sick of it yet. Nope, never, never. Uh, you, you can't beat its access. You know, especially. If you've got teenagers or you're adults, you know, you're walking to Epcot, you're boating, or if you're adventurous, walking to Hollywood Studios. Yeah, not me so much. You two would be like, let's walk <laughs> I was like, no, let's not. <laughs> you know, I mean, if you've got, if you've got kids, 
Eh, maybe if, if you're if you're spending yacht and beach club money and you've got little kids, maybe you should be staying at Polynesian Contemporary, Fort Wilderness Lodge, or or right. something like that because you're going to Magic Kingdom. Um, but so if, that's, like if 10, that's not the like issue, 12, like yeah, bu- like, like, like that's what we did. We bumped up to this because we cared more about Epcot and yeah. MGM Studios slash Hollywood Studios. Yeah. So uh, again, I, I it, it, it's nice because it's it's it's. It's a very um, comfortable resort. It's 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 kind of spread out. It's not very tall, um, but it, it gives you kind of like this nice little area to cover. Yeah, 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 right. Um, but you know, you, you, all the rooms are uh, very nicely appointed. I believe is this the word you, you yeah, use? Yeah, we haven't there. actually talked about the rooms, but like you know, they're Disney rooms. They're very nice. If yeah. you pay yeah. more, you get nicer ones. Yes, it's true. Uh, the the one bedroom villa at the uh, villas uh, spoiled me for all future Disney vacations. Right. Just just having a laundry machine in the room was really yeah. nice, to be honest. Uh, and the pool is again, it's it's second to none. It's honestly, it, it it's almost worth staying here just to have access to that pool. Uh, it, it, it's it's just really incredible. Like like yeah. I'm 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 trying to think of things to say because like I don't want to stop talking about it. That's how much I right. like this hotel. Well, the other I just nice I just thing love too it there. Is- I love when, like, you are, it is, like, 10 or 11, and the park's open pretty late, or maybe not that, like, for, for Epcot, but just going, like, an hour, half an hour before Epcot closes, and just walking around when, like, nobody's there, you Yeah, know? Just, That's, just spending I, that last half hour, just chilling. Yeah, I have a lot of good memories of just, uh, you know, after Illuminations, just kind of lingering in World Showcase, and slowly moseying on out, and, and walking by Crescent Lake, eventually getting to the room. Good stuff. Anything All right, else, everybody. Mike, from you? Any other? I good? think that. I think I'm good. I think that's yeah. it. I think that's going to wrap it up for Yacht and Beach Club, which was a lot of fun. So, uh, Chris, I think next episode is yours, and it's it, this is going to be our one year anniversary episode already, which is crazy to think. So, Can so you how we believe gonna, it? How are we going to celebrate? Well, well, I think there's a couple ways we can go. I always prefer going to the parks, so I think we're going to go with Indiana Jones Adventure. That's, that's what I'm leaning towards. I I love it because it's this will be I think our first actual trip over to Disneyland. Disneyland, this is one of the greatest right. rides of all time. And uh, you don't you not only just love this ride, but you love Indiana Jones. So oh yeah, so I'm excited. And that ride is 25 years old. Oh, that's so what they forgot to say, yeah, we, and I, I mean it's kind of alluded to, but the Yon Beach Club are going to be 30 this mm-hmm. November, which is nuts to think. Wow, but yeah. It, it, yeah, it, I feel like live action based rides usually age poorly, but man, Indiana Jones has no issues oh, there. Yeah, not incredible. incredible. Awesome. It'll forever right, be then. a favorite. Well, that's something to look forward to for uh, for next month. Uh, AJ, do you want to take us out then? All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. As always, you can find all of our old episodes by going to 90sdisney.com. You'll find links to subscribe to the show in your podcatcher of choice. If you want to contact us, you can send us an email, 90sdisneypodcast at gmail.com. That's 90sdisneypodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook and find us on Twitter at 90sdisneypod. Uh, you can find Mike's hilarious memes. That's uh, right. You know, if you want to see what Figment looks like, but sexy legs. Sexy uh, Figment, it's a thing that's, now. Uh, that's where you got to go, to our Twitter account for, for, for all the juicy uh, imagery and .jpegs. And, uh, yeah, join us again next month right here at 90s Disney. Take care, everyone. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.